So we can rest in the fact that while we may have preferences, if we are abiding in God and trusting in his faithfulness, he will remain faithful to us. And ultimately he will place us somewhere with a purpose and with a hope to rest in and glorify him by. Welcome to the Watermark Students Podcast, a podcast for students, featuring students, where we discuss the everyday issues of teenage life from a Christian perspective. For more information on Watermark Students, check out watermark.org students, and we hope that this episode is helpful to you. What's up, everyone? And welcome back to the <laughs> Watermark Students Podcast. Why did you start that so quickly after sipping. that comment? Oh, <laughs> and I was still uh, sipping my coffee. All right. Let the man sip his coffee. I'm Will McElroy, your host for today, and I'm excited to be with you. And our favorite co-host is back in the studio. Jermaine, how you doing? I'm doing great, guys. You favorite. can't see this, but Will is draped in a blanket. It is cold in Which here. It's not really a blanket, more like a tablecloth. And then our other favorite co-host, <laughs> Kaylee Pinkerton, is with us today. How are you doing? That was good. good. That was a good save, Will. It was a good save. And then our student guest for today is... Our favorite student. Our favorite. Yeah. Well, no. okay. Yeah. One, one of many favorites is Shelby <laughs> Shanahan. How are yeah. you doing, Shelby? Hey, I'm good. And yeah. so, Shelby, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. So, yeah, I'm Shelby. I go to Coram Deo, and I'm headed to Sanford this fall. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. That's go, awesome. Um, bulldog? Yeah. Go oh, bulldog. bulldog. That was a guess. That was good. That was <laughs> nice. We love it. We Not love it. to be confused with Stanford. No. no. It's no. Samford. It's the Birmingham edition. The Birmingham Let's yeah. go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for clarifying that, Jermaine. <laughs> yeah, that was they good. They actually it have needs, a shirt yeah. that says Not Stanford. Stan, not Sam. Yep. Or Sam, Sam, not Stan. Oh, wait a minute. We do stand Sanford. Stanford. Yeah. <laughs> we stand Sanford. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Our, we're going to go back to our usual segment, something we've done before that we've been doing this season, which is keep your youth pastor relevant. And Jermaine, you have done you've done really well this season. And Thanks, just, Will. Have you missed one yet? I don't know. I don't think I have. We've but given Ryan, him some good Ryan, Ryan has missed yeah. multiple when he's been on the, the podcast. <laughs> he has. He has. <laughs> but Jermaine, he he knows his flock. He knows who who he pastors, and so he stays relevant. But I think we're going to get you today, mm, and let's uh, see. we're going to start over here with Kaylee. Kaylee, yeah. what's your word? Uh, my word is tilted. <laughs> <laughs> tilted. Oh, I think that what first comes to my mind is someone who's shady. Or someone who is not acting right, maybe maybe causing conflict. Like those are the things that come to my mind. I've never heard that before, though. I'd say you're on the outskirts, but you're not mm-hmm. quite there. Okay. So to be tilted, to feel tilted, it's a feeling. And it's mm-hmm. one where you're, you know, a little more than just frustrated, but you're not like uh, over the top. Yeah. Just like yeah. Raging with Yeah, anger. like lightly annoyed. Yeah. Gotcha. Tilted. gotcha. That makes so sense. tilted right now. That makes sense. Like Will Smith. <laughs> Was oh tilted. God. He was not. He Oscar. was way more than tilted. <laughs> oh oh man. man, Shelby, what do you have for Jermaine? Okay, all right. So my phrase is "pick me, girl." Pick my girl. Pick me, girl. <laughs> a pick, oh, pick, pick me, girl. girl. A pick me, girl. Um, someone who is you know craving the attention, um, wanting a, uh, other people to like notice them, maybe, or in situations where. I mean, literally, the way you could pick someone, they're the one that's like speaking up all the time or wanting the attention. That's what I think. Okay. Of. Yeah. I think that was, I think that was right. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. It. yeah. Okay. Mine is going to be 
listeners, you're going to have to stay with me here because this is not a word. It's it's three emojis uh, what? together. And so it's I'll explain it first. It's the eye emoji. Mm-hmm. And then it's the lip emoji, and then it's another eye emoji. And so let, let me show it to you. But if you're a listener, you can just type this in. Just type an eye, and then click on the eye emoji. Type in lip, and then click on that one, and then do the eye again. But that's what it looks like, Jermaine. Yeah. Jermaine's processing. Yeah. Okay. So what do you think, Jermaine? What do you think that means? Eye, lips, eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, um... I see you talking about me. I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> it means, I have no clue. I would say it's it's you're in shock. That's just like oh. you you put that when you're just like wow, like me watching this right now, and that's just like what you put. Like you're I'm, I'm I can't, I'm, I can't I'm believe shocked. this. Yeah, like yeah. I can't believe that's yeah. happening. That's what that is. Wow. So Jermaine wow. is eye lip eye <laughs> right now after learning so about do you, that. Do we give him a one point five out yeah. of three? Yeah, I'll I think give so. him a one point five. Thanks, okay. guys. I appreciate that. It. Was a yeah. generous point five, but yeah. it's because you're our boss and we don't want to get on your bad side. <laughs> yeah. So you get that point five. And on that note, we're going to transition to what we're really here to talk about today, and what we're excited to have Shelby on the podcast today is to talk about how do I decide where to go to college. So yeah. Shelby, no pressure, but you're going to help every single okay. listener decide where to go to college today based on this <laughs> podcast. Just kidding. But we are going to talk about just the nuance of senior year and what it looks like to navigate the pressures of uh, thinking ahead to the future and deciding where to go to college. And so first, let's hear a little bit about senior year from your perspective. Tell us what it's like to be a senior in 2022, the highs and the lows. All right. Okay. So I would say that senior year for me has been really enjoyable. Um, I would say that friendships and my community have deepened a lot just as we're all looking forward to a new season and right we've all been in high school together for so long and all of a sudden there's new exciting experiences coming up so that's been really amazing to watch Um, and also last year for seniors was not as great with COVID and restrictions so obviously we've had more freedom and um, gotten to um, hang out a lot together as a class so that has been incredible and um, just a high of senior year. I would say that the highs certainly were not as great compared to the lows that um, senior year brings. Senioritis is very real. Um, <laughs> people tell you it's not. It is. And I would say that the uncertainty that comes with the future and college choices, just the anxiety of meeting deadlines is a lot to deal with as totally. for seniors. Yeah. Yeah, it really is such a nuance of it's so exciting. Friends come together. You're really bonding for that last like hurrah together. And yet in the background, there's always this kind of presence of like big decisions coming. uh, It's coming to an end and trying to figure out how to navigate all that the college decision process brings. And so I'd love to hear what has the college decision process been like for you specifically, if you don't mind sharing a little bit of your experience and and what has that been like? Right. So for me, um, I was finished with the application process November 1st. So I put a lot of effort in to get that done before senior year really started um, to get busy. So that definitely took a load off of me um, as far as stress as we tried to meet deadlines. So that was definitely a blessing. But the waiting period that followed getting those applications in and the uncertainty of, oh, how are these colleges going to react to my application? Um, what decision am I going to get? When will I get it? Um, those questions just really begin to um, 
worry me, especially as I watched other people get their decisions back or apply to maybe colleges that I, in the back of my head was like, wow, those are great colleges compared to mine. So that idea of comparison and thinking about how college decisions would affect my image was something I definitely struggled with. So yeah, it was exciting and I did have the blessing of an early application, but the waiting period was very hard. Wow. I I feel like there's so much to unpack there just to like give um, listeners uh, a window into what this experience is, because while this is obviously relevant for for seniors going into um, college in the fall, I think any freshman living uh, listening, any sophomore, any junior that's listening like this is just great advice. And I love that we have Shelby on who has gone through that experience um, pretty recently and has that hindsight to. and, and close perspective to share the, the helpful advice that she's already given and will continue to give. Um, I think it's so interesting that, you know, your college application process really began, began you know, in a lot of ways during the summer after mm-hmm. your junior year, even before you were a senior, like applying to how many colleges did you apply to? I believe it was 10. Yeah. 10 colleges. 10 colleges. I'm sure you're like using the the <laughs> essays and kind of changing uh-huh. it up a little bit for the different schools and, and then hoping um, for the best as you you said like in that waiting period. So talk to us a little bit about that. Like how do you hear back from those colleges and like what was that waiting period emotion like for you? So I think I had very high expectations going in. Um, I really did not expect to be waiting uh, as long as I did for all of my college results to trickle in. And any senior will know that there are certain days when college decisions most of them come out. And so um, just the anticipation that led up to those days and honestly checking my email every (laughs) spare second I had waiting for that college decision to come in. And, um, you know, my email was filled with spam uh, college (laughs) accounts as well. So just sorting through those and um, dealing with the highs and lows of when will my decision come out and watching friends get there sooner than yours and yeah. hoping and praying that yours would be out soon as well. It was a lot. Yeah. You know, it's something significant when high schoolers are going on their email um, regularly, like refreshing and syncing it, hoping hoping to get an email to come through. That's crazy. And yeah. um, just a different world, honestly. Like when I thought about like college um, admissions from myself dating myself I would have to walk out <laughs> to the mailbox and go oh, and yeah. hope that the the you know the letter was in the mail of acceptance but now it's literally a different world where you're accepted you know via email and right. and then they send you their fun packages or whatever else it might be so oh, man. that's no. that's a great perspective Jermaine back in back in the day how did how did <laughs> <laughs> back in my how day how did colleges advertise to students um, mailers, like you, like oh, you're wow. saying, like you're saying you got spammed to your, your email. Mm-hmm. Like it was in your, in your mailbox. Like you went outside yeah. and there was, you know, dozens upon dozens over time that you would get from different schools to consider going to their school. But now they don't have to spend money sending mail. They just hit you up with an email. Emails, wow. the ads on Instagram. I'm oh, sure yes. have all been Instagram, colleges. Yeah. YouTube, it's everywhere. I think there is something interesting about how social media has kind of glamorized the college decision-making process. I think of there's some Instagram or TikTok videos where people will record themselves getting their acceptance or rejection yes. letters mm-hmm. almost. And it, it kind of, you know, it really does just 
make it a, an emotional thing. And yet it is a really challenging thing. You know, when you look on social media, you're like, oh, how fun, how exciting. The family's all in tears. She's getting into <laughs> her dream college. And like, you get so proud of the person that you're watching. And yet, like you've mentioned, Shelby, it's challenging. There is a lot of waiting. It is a breeding ground for comparison, for insecurity, for you to find your identity in what a school says about you, mm -hmm. you know? And yet um, here we're wanting to really consider how do we navigate this as Christians, right? You know, right. what does being a believer have to do with applying to colleges, you know? And so I'd love to hear for you, how does being a Christian influence the way that you think about this whole college decision process? Right. So I think most people enter into the college decision process thinking that whatever college they get into is going to be some sort of reward for everything they've done in high school, right? Whether that was excelling in sports or academics. Um, and so they go to the college decision process with this mindset that it will affirm everything I've done in college, or I'm sorry, in high school. But I think as Christians, our mindset should be while what I do in high school does matter. And while you should put effort and consideration into your actions and your friendships there, I think college is just in reality, another mission field for you to make God known and to bring glory to him. And while it does come with so many exciting new opportunities, it is not meant to affirm you or um, fulfill you in any way. And I don't think it will, right? Because mm -hmm. that ultimately comes from God and your stable identity in him. So while it's very tempting to go into the college application process thinking that whatever college you get to, its status and image is going to reflect back on you and increase your status and image. Um, I believe as Christians, it's our calling to go into that process and say, how can I grow God's kingdom and increase um, God's kingdom rather than my own? Yeah. So, I love what you were just saying about like the idea of college not being a reward mm -hmm. for your, you know, successes in high school. Um, and it, what it made me think of is this idea that that there's always something waiting to steal your joy or to cause anxiety. And so like what I mean by that is when you're in high school, maybe and you're in the college application process, you're you're nervous or maybe even anxious and not in the moment because you're like, man, when's that email coming? When am I going to hear from this college? Um, what else do I need to do to make sure that uh, I've done everything I can to get the scholarship or to get admitted to that school? And so there's so many things that while they might be just a part of the process and real, that they steal your joy and anxiety. and for a lot of students, um, a lot of us, as we've gone through this process, it's like, man, once I get into that college that I want to, uh, then everything's going to be fine. And the reality is, is that when you get there, there's new, new hurdles, new things that would be trying to steal your joy or steal your or cause anxiety. And that's why it's so important to put college and admission and acceptance mm -hmm. into its proper perspective, as you were just saying. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that how you just said college is not meant to fulfill you. I I know so many people I've talked to that they chose their college is based on whatever school had the best party scene or the best like football games, tailgating, the best uh, fraternities, sororities, and while those are all you know like they're great things like the the football schools and uh, fraternities, sorority, those can be great things. But uh, if you put that into its improper perspective, if you make that the main thing, instead of making God's kingdom the main thing, you're going to be be let down. And so 
Yeah, I would just say to anyone that if they're like, no, I don't want to go to a small school, a D2 school or a D3 school. And um, because of those reasons, I'd say, hey, that's not necessarily a bad thing. But I think you, you're looking at the wrong thing. You're, you're taking things out of perspective yeah. here. Totally. And it's interesting because really up until this point, deciding where to go to college is arguably the biggest decision mm -hmm. students have made up mm -hmm. to this point in their life. And so there's a weight that you carry with it, understandably so. And I remember when I was thinking about the college decision process, someone almost like burst my bubble of how big of a deal I thought deciding college was by saying college decisions are an amoral decision. You know, there's moral decisions you make in life and then there are amoral. And for the most part, deciding where you go to college is more of an amoral as in God is still God wherever you go. If we are a Christian and we've put our trust in him, there's certain things we can look for. And I know we're going to talk about that, but overall, like my salvation isn't lost, whether I go to a big 12 or an SEC school, my faithfulness in him isn't dependent upon my decision. And I was like, huh? Like, <laughs> don't minimize. This is a big decision I have to make. And, and what they intended was to, to free me up a little bit from the pressure I was putting on myself. And so, um, really though, I do think schools and, you know, even like our school counselors, they give us a lot of wisdom in mm -hmm. how we are to think about the college decision process, starting maybe even junior year, right? Like when did you start hearing like, here's what you need to know before you apply to college? Right. So honestly, for me, it was the end of sophomore year that I started thinking about this probably too early. No, they're I'm like, start, they start you young. <laughs> they they do. Halfway through high school. Mm. Let's and, go. and there are so many resources, which is a huge gift in how to, you know, prepare resumes and think about applying to colleges, what you should look for in schools, et cetera. And yet um, all of this worldly wisdom um, pales in comparison to the wisdom we can find in God's word. And so even with this topic, I think it's important to come back to scripture and consider what is God's word have to say about the future in making big decisions. And so Shelby would love to hear what scripture has been helpful for you as you have been navigating the whole college decision process. Right. So something that a mentor of mine kind of pointed me to was Romans 12 two, which says, do not be conformed to this world, but transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So that idea of checking your decisions against God's word, I think is so important, especially for such a, like you were saying, it is a big decision, um, at least for um, high school seniors who have never made something, um, who have made, never made a choice that large. And so asking yourself um, non-negotiable questions, which I would say are, can I be on mission at this college? Will I find community, authentic, genuine community at this college? And um, can I remain faithful at this college? So I think those should be foremost in your mind while academics and sports and like you were saying, Greek life, all of those things can be very fun and um, you should consider. I think first ask yourself those questions and check them against your college options. And then I think those um, more superficial preferences can play in into the final decision. But totally. I think those are very important. And um, then I would jump to Psalms 37, three through five, which says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So as I thought about this verse during my decision process, I was at first confused by the fact that it says God will give you the desires of your heart. 
And I was like, well, what if the desire of my heart is this certain college? But I think if we remind ourselves that we are called to abide in God, he will conform our desires to his desires and he will tell us what to want and what to desire. So we can rest in the fact that while we may have preferences, if we are abiding in God and trusting in his faithfulness, he will remain faithful to us. And ultimately he will place us somewhere with a purpose and with a hope to rest in and glorify him by. Preach. That's so good. That, that's so good. Cause you know, like, I mean, basically what you're saying is like, Hey, it's, it's not what college you go to, but it's the kind of person you're committed to being in college. Um, I said this before we're recording and maybe it's a strong way of saying it, but it's like, if, if we were to like, if God were to like, you know, like audibly speak and a- answer a question to someone considering college right now, which college should I go to? Like he'll, he'll probably say, I don't care. Like not in a way of of being dismissive, but in the way of I'm much more concerned with your heart and your perspective on um, the opportunity that college is for you to grow and for you to love and care for others and obviously learn and develop skills than I am with what college you go to. Like it's it's inconsequential, um, but he also still cares. So right. that's good. so good, Shelby. I love really how you distinguish between non-negotiables and preference. And so I'd love to ask you, will you kind of repeat those questions you asked yourself as like when considering college, here's maybe some non-negotiable questions you're thinking about. For sure. So I would say that there are three um, that I continually thought about, which are, can I be on mission at this college? Can I find community at this college? And do I have um, the ability to remain faithful? at this college. So I think for me, that was considering the college community and campus and even outside opportunities for church and ministry, all Mm. those things play in. So yeah, I would say those are the three non-negotiables. That is so good. And really then we can have preference. You know, it is not a sin to have preference in college campuses, whether you're like, I do, I want to kind of go to a smaller college where I can be involved in Um, get to know more people or I know I want the big college experience with football and everything that comes with it. Um, But making sure that's in its proper place where we're not putting preference over where God has called us um, to seek him and to seek abilities to walk faithfully with him. And so I love that you made that distinction. Thanks for that. What is one final encouragement as we wrap up this podcast that you would give to the student right now who's who is in this this process? They're feeling the pressure about the future. They're trying to decide where to go. Um, what is one final bit of encouragement you'd give to them? All right. So I think what most seniors hear during this time is um, the continual reminder, whether it's by a counselor or even like parents and friends, is pick the right college for you. Um, and I think that goes back to what you were saying earlier, Kaylee, about there being it being an amoral decision, right? God, if you were to ask him again, I think he would say, I don't care. I just care about your heart. Um, and so I think as long as you're pursuing God's will, um, abiding with him daily and allowing your desires to conform to his desires, that he will place you exactly where you need to be. And he will give you a purpose and a mission in that place, whether it be the college that you dreamed of or um, a different college that he will give you purpose. Um, and I think that takes a huge burden off of us because nobody likes to think that they're making the wrong choice and nobody likes to hear um, that there are right and wrong choices as with regards to college. Um, so you don't have to necessarily 
have a huge sign point you to a certain college. But I think as long as you are pursuing God and remind yourself that you are not a citizen of this earth, but a citizen of heaven, then when you have that kingdom mindset, I think you can truly find a place where you can grow in your faith and make God known and glorify him. That's good. Will, do you have any final encouragement as we wrap up? <laughs> I do. And uh, mine, I, I want to target the the listeners that may not have the opportunity to make these decisions. I think back to my graduating class, there was probably a third of my class who did, wasn't even able to go to college. And um, so I, I just want to speak to them for a second. Or maybe maybe you're someone who it's, you know, it's late spring and you have not heard back from any colleges that you've applied to and have not been accepted and you don't know where you're going. And I think Philippians 419 is just a comfort, which says, my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in Christ Jesus. And so maybe you're hearing this and and maybe the best decision is to not go to college um, or to go to community college. And I want you to hear that that's okay. And that it is not, uh, it is not okay to compare yourself to other people that uh, are, are going to different colleges out of state. And um, instead you just get to rest in the comfort that God loves you because of you and not because of what college you go to or what college you choose not to go to. Um, so that is my final encouragement. Let's that's go. So good. Yeah. Um, well, thanks guys, Shelby. It was amazing having you on the podcast today. Yeah, thank, thank you so you. much. Um, even just for your wisdom, you know, college decisions, they are big. And for um, those that are maybe younger students, um, we know that this is something you will be facing. And for the older students, we know this is something you are walking through right now. And so we are grateful, Shelby, for your time to specifically point us back to God's word and to share your experience and how you've navigated the college decision process. And so we are so excited for you to head to Samford and yeah. to be on mission, building God's kingdom and not your own kingdom there and seeking to be on mission in community, being faithful where he has you there. And we're praying that for those students that are listening, that that would be true for you as you prayerfully consider where the Lord has you next. And so that is it for today's podcast. Thank you guys for being here, Jermaine. Congrats on another semi-successful. Hey, let's go. Let's Keep go, our youth Jermaine. pastor relevant. Um, <laughs> if you guys have any questions or topics you'd like for, for us to discuss on future podcasts, we would love to hear from you. You could DM us at Shoreline Dallas. It's probably the easiest way to get a hold of us. Um, other than that, guys, it's going to be a great day. Well, Thanks go. for listening. Yeah. <laughs> see you later. We'll see you soon. <laughs> Go Sanford Lions. Is it Lions? Bulldogs. 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 Come on. Just <laughs> what in the world? Like a puppy bulldog. <laughs>